You're listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now, here's Nate. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And hey, hey, can you smell that? Oh, it's uh, it's episode 12 of the Nate Lull Podcast, fresh out of the oven for you. Sorry, I know that was bad, but uh, I'm feeling kind of goofy today, so had to do something new. But on a serious note, episode 12 is going to be really great today. I'm so honored to bring you this episode. It was my pleasure to talk with Harpersville Jr. Celine Medovich. And I don't want to give away too much, but I'll say that Celine is a two-sport athlete at HCS, and she's currently fighting a huge battle in her personal life with her health. And I'll let her explain it more during the podcast today. But I asked her a variety of questions. Nothing was off limits. She was so open and honest, and it was just a really touching interview. So thanks to her for opening up on this subject. Uh, Not an easy thing to do, and I think that in this time where we're all maybe kind of down and feeling bad for ourselves, this is a story that can teach you to think positive under any circumstances. It's all about your attitude, and I think that's what Celine brings to the table here today. Well, as always, want to say thank you to our special sponsors for the Nate Lull podcast. Would not be possible to have all these episodes without their generous support. They include NYCM Insurance of Edmiston, Shenango Memorial Hospital of Norwich, Northern Eagle Redemption Center of Oneonta, Shandelo Federal Credit Union of Franklin, Preferred Mutual Insurance Company of New Berlin, the Amphenol Corporation of Sydney, Sportsfield Specialties of Delhi, SFCU, the Leatherstocking Group of Cooperstown, C.H. Landers Funeral Chapel of Sydney, A.L. Fox Hospital and their Tritown Campus in Sydney, the Franklin Railroad Museum, Benson Agency Real Estate of Oneonta, Huff Ice Cream of Sydney, Marabito Gresham Insurance, Certified Auto Outlet of Oneonta, Gilbert Plumbing and Heating, Clark Sports Center of Cooperstown, Certified Financial Planner Ed Curley, and the Delaware National Bank of Delhi. So again, today's episode features Celine Medovich of Harpersville. She's a junior, and I think this story is one that we can all think about and learn from and grow from. So thank you again to Celine for sharing this, and uh, I'll let her tell it in her own words. So let's get into episode 12 of the Nate Lull Podcast, folks. Please enjoy. everybody. It's episode 12 of the Nate Lull podcast. Uh, Trying to pump out as many as we can this week and an interesting and exciting guest today. It's Harpersville Jr. Celine Medovich. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Let's jump into, well, you're in quarantine right now and you would normally be playing softball for Harpersville at this time of the year. What's it like to just be home and uh, not be out with your friends practicing and and getting ready for we'd be into games now? So it's got to be a little weird for you. Oh, it definitely is. It's strange not to be part of a team like when you usually are. You don't have the same commitment. You can't just go out and hang out with your friends. It's like more 
you time. It's a whole different experience I never expected to happen. So you're one of three, am I correct? You are correct. So, I mean, now I'm assuming all three sisters are home. You have your older sister, Shelby, your younger sister, Gia. Uh, What's that like? Are you guys getting along or some fights or what's happening? We are getting along as of right now. I give it a few weeks. I'm sure something will break out, but it's been okay. (laughs) Well, one of the big reasons that I wanted to have you on is you and I had been talking about some of the other podcast episodes, and we were just making conversation, and you mentioned the word cancer. And I had no idea that you had been diagnosed with thyroid cancer. I know you had missed some games for various injuries and such over the last year or two, but I wanted to talk about that. So I thought I would give you an open, kind of an open time here to talk about it, and then we can go from there. Well, October of 2019, I was diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer. It was completely by accident. It was based off a shoulder injury I had the previous softball season. I happened to have an MRI on my neck, and my doctor looked it over, and she said, there's something wrong that I see, and I just want to get it checked out. Me, not having any idea what my thyroid was, I was like, okay. Like, I didn't think anything of it. So within the next, what, three months, I'd say, it just was complete 180. I had uh, an ultrasound that went to me going to Syracuse to a specialist, and all my appointments have been in Syracuse. So I had a biopsy. It was just a roller coaster. And then all of a sudden, we just got a phone call. And it was like, okay, this is cancer. This is what we're going to do. I have great doctors. They were very thorough. They helped me out a lot because I like to know every detail. I ended up having surgery in November, which... Put me out of a lot of basketball, but luckily I was back in time for the first game. I haven't really missed much because of it besides school. I did miss one game in the middle of the season due to a treatment, but luckily the timing was great, my doctors are great, and I haven't missed too, too much. Now, is this something that you've decided to keep kind of private? I mean, I know your friends and your teammates know. Um, I certainly had no idea. I I think a lot of people are going to be pretty surprised by this. Is it something that you've uh, just kind of kept to yourself with your family, or uh, it does seem like you're pretty good about talking about it? I definitely told my friends, and word gets around pretty fast, so I have no issues talking about it. But, yeah, it's I don't find a problem with just being like, yeah, this happened. The point you're at now, you've had the surgery. What is the doctor saying for the next three months, six months, a year? What are they looking out for? So I had a scan in February that told me that the cancer is still there, even though my thyroid is gone. So now we check it monthly, all these different tests, and we're going to see when I need to go through treatments, when I need to just work on it. But for right now, it's still small enough that I'm okay and I can be fine. I can live with it in me. With uh, with that surgery, I guess my question, not having any idea, I'm kind of like you, I, I don't know a lot about the thyroid. Uh, what did they actually do? They took your thyroid out, am, am I correct? Yes. If you look at pictures of me, if you see me, I have a little scar on my neck. It's a fun one. Sparks some interest in people. They just took my whole thyroid out. And what does the thyroid normally do? And, and when they take that out, does that have any other effects on your body, any changes? With me personally, I didn't know I had a thyroid disease either, but it didn't matter by the time we signed it out because we're taking it out. So apparently everything's been off my whole life, but we had no idea. 
now that it's out, the thyroid, it controls everything, essentially. It regulates all of your organs. It controls your hormone levels. It does your metabolism, like everything. So I just have to be on medicine for the rest of my life. That, like, essentially, like, replaces my thyroid. So when you were growing up, was it uh, you would notice that you were maybe sick more often or uh, you couldn't eat certain things and you were kind of like, oh, that's weird. Did you have anything like that? So, yeah, looking back at it now, my bones, like, I broke so many bones when I was younger and they said that is definitely a thing because your calcium glands are right there so they can get, like, shut off. So wow, that's one we, we've definitely noticed a lot of things that we would never have noticed before. Well, speaking of breaking things, I, I think you seem to have some bad luck because, I mean, you look back at your sophomore year, uh, you're at the Milford Tournament uh, for basketball, you're the starting center as a sophomore, and you break your nose, and you miss 15 games, and you kind of have to fight through that. Do you think, you know, the, the nose and the, the shoulder injury, in a way, kind of led you to an early diagnosis, almost like those things were meant to happen so that they could find this early? I mean, it's just weird the way that stuff works. Uh, 100%. My teammate, who was the one who ended up breaking my nose in that whole situation, I make jokes with her, like, like, oh, thanks, you're the reason I found out, even though, like, it was a chain of events, but we always go back to her. That was a terrible day. Yeah, how exactly did you break your nose in that game? I, I wasn't there. I'm usually at that tournament, but I wasn't there, and next thing I know, you're you're wearing the face mask everywhere, so. I'm not going to lie. There's a video, but I have no idea what I was doing. All I know is I got a forehead my nose and I thought I was fine so I like shook it off for a sec my face was kind of numb it did not hurt in the slightest I run down the court and then I just start bleeding profusely so I had to go off the court and then thank god for some woman who was doing the book she looked at me she goes yeah your nose is not okay so then I couldn't go back in but she worked medical somewhere and I talked to her the next day at the tournament and I was like well, thank you. I went to the ER. It's definitely really bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so did your doctor ever say to you, hey, if we didn't see you for the shoulder or the nose and you didn't have these, these full body scans, do they know how long it might have gone unnoticed that they wouldn't have had any idea about this? So we've wondered about this a lot, but they can't really say because I've had symptoms, but those symptoms you don't realize until you're diagnosed. So it's just been, I don't know, it probably would have been a long time. So I talked to Coach Ernsbeck. He's your, you know, your basketball coach, and everyone loves Coach E. And one thing he said to me, yeah, everyone loves him. And one thing he said to me is, through all of this, you've been strong. You're always having a smile. You're carefree, a great attitude. And And he said, one thing I really noticed is I would offer, hey, if you're having a bad day, you don't feel good, like you can take a break. And you never took a break. You always wanted to jump in and play, even if you were having a bad day. So is that just a, a positive mental attitude you've had from the start of this? Oh, 100%. I was told by my friend's mom, she went through cancer, that in order to like get through this right, I'm going to need to have a good attitude towards this. So the mental part of this whole health problem is so important. So I guess it's just always been important to me to know that somebody out there has it worse and that I need to be thankful for everything I have and this is just a little bump in the road and everything's going to be okay. I totally 100% agree. I, You and I had talked a little bit about this, but I lost my mom to cancer uh, in 2012 and 
she had been diagnosed when I was a little kid, and she lived with it for 17 years. And I always thought the number one thing that kept her going was positive attitude, going to work every day, just fighting through it. Good days, bad days, but just the positive attitude, I swear, helped her along the way. And, and she'd get better for a time, and then it would come back, and etc. But I really think the positive attitude was such a huge part of that. Have you noticed that just by having uh, those good vibes, like, you seem to have more better days? Yeah, I definitely had the attitude at one point, just for a little bit of, like, why me? And then I caught myself, and I was like, what am I doing? So as soon as I fixed my mental state, my attitude towards this, I've had so many better days, and it seems almost easier. We mentioned your family and your two sisters. How have they been through all of this? My parents took it hard, obviously. Who wouldn't? Their 16-year-old daughter was diagnosed with cancer out of nowhere. My sisters both took it differently. Shelby was more like, okay, what are they going to do? What are the numbers? What's going to happen? My younger sister, she she took it okay, <laughs> as well as she can. She wasn't more like, what's going to happen? She was more like, supportive. She was by my side. All of them were obviously supportive and concerned, but they all definitely balanced me out in different ways. Oh, it's, it's great. I think uh, you seem to have a great support group. And um, Coach E said that you're real tight with, with Gia, your younger sister. And I'm assuming with some of this, Shelby was away at college. She was at Wells playing basketball. Great career there. So uh, I'm sure you leaned on Gia a lot during those early times. I definitely have. It's been weird not having Shelby with me all the time. So, yeah, I've definitely leaned on Gia a lot more lately. But I still love Shelby with my whole heart. And I'll always go to her as well. We talked about Coach E, and um, you know, how have your coaches been throughout all this, throughout the entire Harpersville program? My coaches have been one of my biggest support systems I have besides my family, every day. Even in basketball season with my softball coach, she would text me constantly. She'd always ask me how I am, what I'm doing. Our assistant coach, he would always be asking me how I am. They are a huge factor in my life, and I'm so grateful to have all four of them. So with these changes after the surgery, did you have to change your diet a lot? Has your energy level been crazy different? So the only diet change I had was for my skin in February, and that's called a no iodine diet. And that was the worst two weeks of my whole <laughs> life. I, oh, it was so bad. But other than that, I mean, my energy levels have been off, but that's medicine. So that's easy to fix. My diet, it's, it's the same. So no iodine diet, what's that mean exactly? I couldn't have like I couldn't have more than a half cup of pasta or rice in a day. I could have one piece of bread a day, no eggs, no salt, no dairy. It was like I was eating spinach every day, I swear to God. Yeah, that sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So so this has been a big thing in your life and but you still managed to play through this with basketball and softball. And I know that the softball team had a great run last year, the eight seed in sectionals, and you guys upset the top seed in Elmira Notre Dame, and you knock off a bunch of other teams along the way, and you end up being section four class C runners up, losing to Thomas Edison in the final. How great was last spring for you and, and the girls on your team to get that far and make that run? It was honestly amazing. I was out with a shoulder injury, so that was... That was hard, but I have never been so proud of a group of girls in my life. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you are a really good pitcher, really good softball player, good hitter, 
uh, and I knew you weren't playing at the time, and it just, the injuries have had to have killed you, but you don't notice it. When I see you at a game, you always have a smile on, and uh, your school spirit seems to be off the charts, so just going on that run with the team had to be a lot of fun, and I, no one expected it. It was such a cool time. I loved it. I I'm so glad that we have Coach Hall there to guide us through this whole thing. She definitely kept our team attitude and everything up constantly, and I, she's such a great coach. What's the outlook for? You'll obviously have your senior year. Uh, it looks like you'll be able to play sports as normal. Um, as of right now, yes. There obviously could be this medical change at like the beginning of my senior year. They could put me through treatments. They can do anything, but that's, that's like an if situation. So right now, we have the mindset of, okay, I have my senior year, everything's fine. What's the long-term plan? I mean, as you said, diagnosed at 16, 17 years old, you know, what's the long-term plan for the doctors? Do they say, oh, it could be gone for 10 years and then it comes back? I mean, have they said anything like that? We've talked about it a little bit, but not really. We check my cancer markers in my blood constantly. And that's going to determine the plan from here on out. So my specialist I went to at first for my thyroid, I meet with him once a year now. We'll just go go by year. There's nothing we can really do right now. It's just whatever happens, we'll adjust. If you could have, you know, a dream senior year with basketball and softball, maybe what would that look like for you? Just the chance to play every game? What's that look like for you? Definitely the chance to just play every game, play my heart out for once, not get stopped by something I can't control. For someone listening out there that might be struggling with anything, any sort of an illness or a depression or or anything like that, what's your advice to them as, as you've gone through this from what you've learned and about just having a positive attitude, as we said before? Definitely a positive attitude, and as hard as it may be to open up to somebody, talk to somebody. Some people might not know how to talk about it, and you just got to keep looking until you find someone who can be an emotional outlet for you and completely benefit you. It's unbelievably helpful. I think that's that's really good advice. So I did want to ask a little bit about Shelby. Great career at Harpersville and went on to play basketball at Wells and uh, just how proud of her you must be for the, the college career that she ended up having. I am. She did so well. It was it was great to grow up being able to watch her and all the amazing players she played with, like Miranda Drummond, obviously, Savannah Murray, and the Kimmel sisters. It was just awesome to be able to experience part of her life with my own. Do you remember growing up watching those teams and the atmosphere that was in the gym and just the energy that was around the school during those times. I mean, it had to be pretty special to be a part of the of the Harpersville community. Everyone always says to me, you know, Harpersville had like a 10-year stretch where they always had a girl who went D1 on their roster. And it's just really cool to think about at a Class C level. It was definitely amazing. I have key memories of, like, them at States and all this stuff and I loved growing up watching basketball. I loved watching my sister. It was awesome. And then when she went to college and played, it was just so much better. I got four more years of watching my sister do what she loves the most. You know, you mentioned driving to Syracuse for treatment and, of course, going to Wells to to see Shelby and quarantine as well. So what are you watching right now to pass the time when you're in the car 
or uh, you're just at home because we can't go anywhere else right now? Oh, I'm a huge music person, car-wise, but home during this quarantine, I've watched a countless amount of Netflix shows. I'm about to start Tiger King. I've heard a lot of hype around it. Yeah, I think uh, I think you'll like it. You'll have to let us know what you think. So I definitely will. Yeah, so we have to ask you the question about where your favorite place to eat is, and I know options might be a little limited in the small town of Harpersville. My favorite place to go and get food, I am there every morning before school, usually every day after school. It's called Cindy's Crossroads Corner Store and Deli. Smack in the middle of Harpersville. I love the owners. They, they're they such great people, and I am always in there. That sounds good. What's the what's the go-to thing there? Oh, a turkey club. Well, I'm I'm a big fan of a turkey club, so I might have to uh, to swing through there and try that sometimes. Anything else you're you're doing during quarantine, sports wise, uh, going outside, trying to throw the softball around, anything like that? Yeah, I've been forcing myself to run. I've done some workouts. Um, I've definitely done a lot of softball drills. Just in case we have a season, I want to prepare myself, be ready when we go back. Oh, that's great. I I really hope we have a season, and uh, I hope we'll get to see you out there. So. Really appreciate your time. Uh, Celine Medovich, a junior at Harpersville, thanks for sharing your story today. This was really amazing. Any final thoughts you want to pass out there uh, to our listeners about uh, anything, really? The only thing on my mind right now is if anybody ever has a issue related to mine, close to mine, anything, I will always be there for anybody to talk to. I... I know how important it is to have somebody to talk to, so I will always be an option. One thing I've noticed about the podcast since we started it, which I didn't expect, was it seems to be connecting people as they learn about others' stories. And when we did episode eight about Megan, the response was unbelievable. And uh, just so many people now reaching out to each other. So I hope someone will take advantage of that, reach out to you, chat with you, and go from there. So do you have a favorite episode so far? I can ask you that. My top two are definitely Megan and Miranda. Yeah, they were both uh, both really good. I thought you might be a little biased for Miranda being also from Harpersville. <laughs> so, <laughs> just a little bit. But uh, yeah, both really good episodes. So again, Celine Medovich, a junior at Harpersville. Thanks again for sharing your story, and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you. This is Nate Lull for the Nate Lull Podcast, Episode Twelve in the books. Stay tuned. We'll have more coming up on the weekend and, of course, more next week as well. So stay safe out there, my friends, and we'll see you soon on the Nate Lull Podcast. You've been listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.